Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Good evening and welcome to the Glovers cast. I'm joined, whenever it is you're listening, uh, by a real cult hero from Yeovaltown's past and, uh, and Ian's here as well. So uh, in preparation for this, I, uh, I did look up the meaning of the word cult hero and I found the following. It was a writer, musician, artist or other public figure who's greatly admired by a relatively small audience. We'll call a Yeovaltown support as a relatively small audience. But it also says an individual whose legacy in their chosen field um, has left a mark uh, where they where they. Perform form. So tonight's guest is uh, is Hugo Rodriguez, if you hadn't guessed already, uh, who only had one season at Yeovil Town in the 2003-04 campaign, our first in, in the Football League. But I think by the fact that we're talking to him tonight, all these years on tells you what, him, what an impact Hugo had at, uh, at Hewish Park. So I guess firstly, Hugo, welcome to the Glovers cast. Thank you. I'm speechless with this presentation. Ah, <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> Wait until we see see what we ask you first of all. <laughs> I think I think that's a that's a great intro though, Dave, because it it is true. You know, Hugo, you are one of the players, despite your short time in Yeovil, you are one of the players that people always think back of and, and look back on. And you know, you're a tall man, obviously, so that might be part of the reason. But people got, make the difference. Yeah. <laughs> but people have really got um, fond memories of your time, and yeah, I think cult hero is absolutely appropriate yeah 
was a pleasure to me to stay a season over there. Yeah. Uh, it was my fault that I didn't stay longer because I have some some problems. I uh, will not call problems, but some difference between the way I live here and the way I live there. But uh, it was a great experience and uh, a lesson to the to the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna get the first question out of the way, Hugo. We're gonna ask you just how tall are you actually in uh, you, centimeters, meters? How are we saying? I will say six foot eight. Six I never, foot eight. Yeah, I never forget when I arrive and Gaffa says to me, "How tall are you?" I say two meters and two, and he yeah. says, "Yeah, but that will be around six foot eight. Six foot eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did you ever find a player? Do you ever play against a player who was as tall as you, or taller than you, or were you always the tallest? I was the tallest. Uh, the the guy that was more or less like me was the central back from Liverpool when we play against him. That the Hippia. Oh, Hippia. Yeah, was the tallest guy I met. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The rest of them are shorter than me. <laughs> we can forgive them for being shorter than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, well, let's go back to when when you did did arrive, or, or in fact, let's go back a little bit further than that, because when when we were looking up your history, you know, doing a bit of research before you were, arrived, we were mm. reading that as a as a young player, you you could have joined FC Porto. Is that right? Remember yeah, I, have that a, I have an invitation. We have um, we have a, a local selections, not the, the national the national team. You have local selections, and we have a tournament in Lisbon. In the national uh, stadium, and uh, I've been representing my my local uh, region that is Aveiro, and uh, in the end of the tournament, FC Porto talk with my parents to go there and um, see me playing over there and try to to sign. But at that time, the thing changed now in the in Portugal. At that time, if you are belong to a, a club, they have to pay a fee to to hire you. Now you are you are in the end of uh, each year you are free to choose whatever you want to go. At that time it wasn't like that. It was uh, they they talked to me, they talked to another guy and talked to Danny Rodriguez that play alongside with me in the Oval. Oh, All right. Yeah, it was a uh, three of us to go to FC Porto. For me it was it was like a dream because I'm a fan of FC Porto. So I always want to play there. Unfortunately, the things didn't result because my club at the time, Ferenc, didn't allow us to go. So, it's life. What could have been, hey? Yeah. Yeah, we never know. <laughs> no. But if if I if I if I go there, maybe I'd never been in England after that, you know. So the things, sometimes you have to take some decisions, and that wasn't my decision because my decision was to join to FC Porto, of course. But sometimes life can trick you, you know, and in the end, uh, I, I say thank you to everything that happens in my career. Mm -hmm. So um, in, in the summer of 2003, you, you joined Yeovil Town. Um, how did you hear about Yeovil, Yeovil in, in the first place? And um... My first invitation was a year before. Oh, right. Some guys, yeah, uh -huh. some guys talked to me if, I'm, um, if I was available to, to, to go and play in England. And I went, I was young, and I never be out of my, my dad's, uh, my parents' home. And I went to London a week alone and uh, to see how all the things result to me living over there alone. I didn't enjoy, so I come back and say, yeah, thank you, but um, I'm not feeling quite good to go over there alone. And um, I stay here in Portugal. 
after that season, in the end of the season, uh, Sanya, that was a guy that played in Portugal before, came to me and said the same, hey, you want to try in England? I, I, I know a club, and why you don't go there and do a trial? And I think to myself, well, second time, we have an expression in Portugal that says that the, the, the um, white horse never stopped twice. <laughs> so I say, yeah, maybe it's destination, you know what? If I didn't went the last year, maybe the things have to result like this. And I, I went. I don't suppose I went you, to the you could have... I went to the internet. I searched for the club and I was seeing things about the club, the history of the club. Uh, I, I like what I saw and I decided to join. Yeah, I don't suppose you could have gone to two different places, really, and going to London one year <laughs> and then coming to Yeovil. <laughs> and then Yeovil. <laughs> it's true. But, but let me say that I enjoy a lot more Yeovil, uh-huh. like a, a town that London, for example. Yeah, mm. definitely. It's more uh, near the, the style of life that we have in Portugal with gardens. If you go to London or north of England, it's more um, industrial stuff, you know, like yeah. and it's, it's difficult to, us to adapt to that kind of view or that kind of life. So I really enjoy and I think Yeovil, like a city, is very pretty. Mm-hmm. And did, so, did you tr- did you have a trial when you first came? And if if so, how long did that last? What was the sort of yeah? When when I arrived, um, the team w- was in the Holland to do like a preseason match. And I remember that at all, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've been in Rotherham until uh, until uh, the team came back. So when they came back, I I uh, drive to to I didn't drive. Someone drove me to Yeovil, mm-hmm. and I meet Gaffa, and I say, "Yeah, come on, you're going to do a couple of of trainer sessions." And when I touch a ball, I say to to Sanya, the guy that take me, Sanya, he can play, man, he can play. <laughs> <laughs> I remember to to look at him because maybe he was thinking. I got hire a basketball player, not a football player. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah. So he and, said, to uh, me, "Yeah, I want to sign you. What is needed, and then you go home now, take your your stuff, and come back definitely." Yeah. And was it correct that you, uh, you know, part of wanting to move to England was to improve your your English? Is yeah, that right? Definitely, English, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was uh, my family never never pressed me to to play mm-hmm. football or do something like a career in football. But when that opportunity uh, show. They always think that will be important to me, to my development as a person and uh, know another culture, learn better because I speak a little bit, but learn better the language. So it was like to 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 um, grow up, because like I said before, I, I used to, to live in my parents' houses and do all the things around the family. Mm-hmm. So it was like a shock that will 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 oblige you to grow up. You know, and that was the biggest problem that I find when I when I arrive in England. My mom stays with me around the two months, I think two months and a half. And uh, after that, I was living all by myself. That maybe to 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 the English English guys, that seems like oh, it's like a, a baby crying. But is this? You know, is, I used to to talk with some of the lads. Yeah, but it's life. I say, yeah. yeah, but in Portugal, normally you live in your parents at uh, 30 years old. Yeah, family is a, is a very important thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That that was the main the main reason why I didn't stay longer. Mm-hmm. Gaffo went to my home because he, he was uh, he have a, a connection with uh, Latvia, he, and he went to the Euro 2004 in Portugal to see Latvia German. And oh, he have, yeah. Uh, yeah, he have lunch at my home with my parents, and he said to me, "Come on, come back." I said, "Gaffo, really, I can't." I I wasn't um, I wasn't uh, available to to let let again my family you know that is very difficult to me if I was married at that time if I have the structure my family my own family like I have now my wife and my two kids I I definitely will stay longer in the oval. Mm-hmm. The, the the club that you joined had obviously you know just been promoted to the for, to the football league. I mean that yeah. must have been a really exciting time to join to join the club. I mean, what do you remember about the team you, you, that team that you arrived into? The first thing that always comes to my mind is the first game away, uh-huh. and was about uh, six hours driving more or less. Rochdale, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when and uh, when we get out of the bus, I was looking around. It was all fans of you i think it was four thousand five thousand yeah. people over there and I, I think myself i love fc porto i'm a fan <laughs> but i will never drive so long <laughs> to see the game so that was a shock and I, and i realized how big was the club at that time yeah and it was a hot day that day i remember being yeah, there. Yeah. It was very hot <laughs> but, i think uh, we won uh, two nil or three nil at three one, I think it was. Yeah. Kevin, yeah, Kevin, Kevin got Gold, that. Yeah, That's I it. remember. Yeah, yeah. The first game in the in the in the league. I mean, what do you remember about the sort of style of football? Was it was the style of football you played different to what you'd experienced in Portugal? Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the speed the speed was totally different. Uh, uh, you never stop the game. Uh, uh, some days ago, I was reading an interview with Tiago Alcantara, the guy that is, he went to Liverpool last season. And he was saying that he was he was playing the Bayern Munich before, and he said that the major stuff he feel when he, he played the, the Premier League was the speed of the game. He never yeah. stopped, never stopped. I remember Gaffer tell me, if you if you fell on the on the floor and you didn't and you don't come up quickly, it's because you are dead, and I have to replace <laughs> you. It's true, because if you stay there, oh, ah, and you yeah. don't have anything. I suck you straight. That's Gary. <laughs> that is the kind of mentality that uh, yeah. that we don't have here, for example, in Portugal. Uh-huh. There was um, a lot of games that season, and we had a load of defenders at the time, the likes of Adam Lockwood, Skivo, of course, Colin Miles yeah. and Roy O'Brien. What did you learn from them? Did you learn from them as experienced professionals? Were they a, a, a big influence on you going forward? The first thing I have to say that is when you think overall about the English player or the English defender, you never think they are so technique. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I learned when I, when I saw them playing the first time was they have a lot of technique. For example, in Portugal, and Gaffa always remember that to me, we, when we try to kick the ball, we give that banana curve, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. he's a star. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> Colin Pluck. You always put the ball like a missile, yeah. straight, <laughs> serious, from the left side yeah. to the to the to the right side like a missile, straight, yeah. and the that is technique. Yeah. So, and the position and the way you play, 
squeeze, come on, squeeze. And uh, um, Skiberton was always calling us and trying to to um, to say us how to play, how to be in the team. So it was very important the way they received me. Yeah, and Colin Plucky could tackle a bit as well, couldn't he? Colin. Yeah, Colin he, was, he was strong. Yeah, strong. I can tell by the the, the trainer sessions that you always strong. <laughs> yeah, you still got that, the bruises now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was another thing that I I realized it is totally different. I remember one once we are um, doing small five against five, uh, six against six. I don't remember how many how many players, and we are doing like a small tournament, and uh, the guy that I was. Um, I was playing against, score a goal, and we asked, we are chatting and, and smiling, and Collins come to us and uh, said to me, "What the hell you are doing? We lost, <laughs> we are out." So that that in the training station, yeah. You know, like for for us, for example, if you do that in Portugal, the goalkeeper always want to go to to the place of the striker, the striker go to the goal, and he's like, uh, eh, it's not a, a session to train; it's more a session to be." Uh, no playing enjoying yourself yeah, yeah. Enjoying, yeah that is the difference you, you can realize that when you you begin to to think about the for example the portuguese football overall the first time that portugal uh, began to to send uh, players abroad for example like when jose Mourinho went to chelsea and bring a lot of portuguese or uh, to italy was the time that the national team grow up a lot and begin to win some games international games because the mentality in Portugal is far, far away from what the professional was. Now the things change, but was far, far away from what the professional should do. Yeah. And the fact we play over there in England, they have that kind of mentality, the professional side of the game. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and Hugo... I was just going to say, when you you think about, you know, obviously the the biggest Portuguese player of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo, coming over from Portugal to england at such a young age he's sort of now he's the model professional for everyone growing up isn't he yeah but he, he, at that time at sporting you have another guy that was ricardo quaresma playing yeah. chelsea too mm. that in my opinion was better than ronaldo technically right. he, he was fantastic but the fact that ronaldo went to manchester united with sir alex ferguson and uh, quaresma went to barcelona can can show you how different is the mentality yeah. ronaldo with the way you you work in england with the way you you look to the game the way sir alex ferguson uh, uh, built him built between commas uh, uh, changed the mentality of ronaldo quaresma that was a super player at that time done a normal career in comparison to what he can achieve what we we always think that he, he couldn't achieve so you have that. I remember to see in Rotherham, for example, the, the, the three, four sessions that I have there in the trainer. The kids in the morning have gym and in the, in the afternoon they do exactly the same trainer training that we are doing. They, they switch in the morning gym to them, in the afternoon gym to us, in the afternoon what we are doing in the morning, the guys, the, the young guys are doing the, in the afternoon. So it's very, very similar the way the young kids are working to to achieve the the um, the first team. Here, the things are a little bit different. We have a natural uh, um, 
a natural uh, side to play football, but we miss the rest, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and we can't talk to you about your time at Yeovil without mentioning that FA Cup game against Liverpool. I mean, I won't get to the obvious question just yet, but uh, if I remember back that game, so January 2004, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we played very well in the first half, didn't we? We had all the, uh, you know, the best chances, I think, in, in the first half of that game. I remember that was Peter Schmeichel the, the, doing the, the, the commentaries to the BBC One. And he, in half time, he was saying that he didn't know which one was a Premier League team. Mm-hmm. We have a very good, very, very good game in the first half. I think we have a very good game in the second half. The difference was the goals, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 And, and, and they uh, they brought Heskey on, didn't they? And, and I think... MLS, yeah. Yeah, and he, he'd scored. And then, so, uh, well, well, let's get it over. With seven minutes later, after that, Harry Kuehl went the into penalty, the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and he died, didn't he? <laughs> He died. Yeah, uh, uh, that uh, uh, I, I, I'm going to to begin when we are beginning the the, the conversation. When I was saying that Gaffa says to me, "If you fall down, you must be dead." Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I in my if it was an English guy uh, to do to do that, I, I don't think he will never do that. You know, no. if, for the Emilesky never will never do that. In no. my opinion, is your culture. Mm. You don't dive. I understand that he, he felt a little touch, and he okay. If it was in Portugal, it was a normal, a normal uh, um, situation. Not yeah. in England, the way yeah. you see the game, and that is the biggest. Uh, um, I think that is when everyone wants to, to see the English game and the Premier League because of that, the passion you put in the game. But in other way, the fair, the fair way you play. The sports way you play, you know, always with loyalty, loyalty to to the to the fans and respect to the the opponents. Yeah, I think I, I think re- over. I, no, go on, Hugo. Sorry, I think in that in that um, situation, he should speak to the referee. Say, yeah, no, no, it wasn't it wasn't a fault. Uh, he didn't touch me, or if he touched me, it's a normal because it's football. It's not. Uh, Basketball that you can touch in the, between the players. It's football. It's normal. Will always be a physical contact. Yeah, I um, I remember after that game, um, you you were all, all over the national press, weren't you? I think we was there a, a bit about you in the sun and all of that. What was that yeah, like think, for, for you to you know be in major me, newspapers? I didn't realize until Gaffer talked to me about that that. The, the dimension the, the the situation was taking you know because a lot of people began to speak about that kind of dives and uh, after that that game in the Premier League I, I saw some coach and some players uh, defending each side so the things take a little and, and Gaffer Gaffer went to to speak to me say it's better don't don't do any interview more and stop to speak to the, the to the journalists and to the the national press. Because the things are a little bit under fire now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's normal, but I suppose you you were a young you know a young player at that time as well, and yeah. and lower down the football league you know system as well. And, it's it's it must have been a bit of a tricky one for you. And some of the things I didn't say exactly like they they went out yeah. in the press. I never say that I will sack. Gerard Ullier. I never say that. 
<laughs> so people was talking about, say, yeah, but if you lose, you will, you will be sacked. I said, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will never. Yeah, we're going to to sack. Uh, our goal wasn't sack Collier. Our goal was to, to win the game. That unfortunately didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you must remember, and uh, and you must re- you must realize that Liverpool went uh, the season after that where it was uh, European champion. I think you won the 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 Champions League. Yeah, two thousand five, yeah, but... didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we are talking about a huge team, yeah. huge huge team with great players. So it's normal, and I think the the way we play uh, uh, with them show that at that time we are a big team too absolutely yeah and uh, and and towards the the end of uh, your your time with the the club uh, you mentioned him before danny rodriguez joined i think am i right in saying he came from he was playing in greece before he arrived at yeovil is that right he was in portugal at that time he finished right. the 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 contract with the greece with the greece club and oh. he was at portugal I remember that I call. Uh, we have um, a dinner in Portugal. The, my my oldest friends that w- used to play with me in the young uh, teams in Feirense, and they are doing a, a dinner at that time when I call, and they, they say, "Yeah, Dan is here." I say, yeah, <laughs> let me talk to him, and he was saying that he was available. Then I spoke to to Gary Johnson and say, "Hey, Gaffer, Dan is available if you want to to have a try with him," and he he says to me, "If he's fit." I will sign him. I say, yeah, I can stay at my place. To me, it will be great because I will have someone to speak and uh, to to spend the the after training sessions and everything. So he went. He was fit and got to sign him. And he scored a hell of a bicycle kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always remember that game and that goal. Does Every he still you go... talk about that goal? I, I I met a few times after that with him. Yeah. He he lives near my city, about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but normally, I, I'm I'm now playing the the we call veteranos. That is the oldest guys in France. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we invite him to play. But I think he has some injuries in in the knees and some problems uh, because he he break the leg twice. So we have some some knee problems and he, he don't want to play. Right. But I, I think he got four goals in four games for Yeovil. I know he scored a couple in that game where he scored that bicycle kick, but he, uh, you know, he did very, do you think having yourself and, and him, you know, like you say, countrymen, uh, speak the same language, that must have been na- nice for for both of you to have that. That was fantastic. And to be fair, I talked to him uh, uh, almost in the end of the season. And I said to him what he was thinking about the next season. And uh, I said, if you stay again, living with me, I will stay another season. If you are going, I go too. So, but at that stage, he was, he have an English uh, girlfriend from Southampton. And he was saying to me, yeah, but I, I must live with her. And she wants me to move to Southampton. And I say, okay. So the main problem was uh, um, to live alone. For me, that yeah. was a challenge. Yeah. Um, you you scored your only goal. Um, Whole city. Yeah. Whole yeah. city. <laughs> <laughs> uh, memorable, memorable. Uh, that was that a special moment for you to get that goal? Yeah, yeah. For me, it was it was the moment, you know, because 
everyone was always expecting me to score because I was the tallest guy. <laughs> but it's always more difficult uh, because everyone will look to me and try to grab me. And I remember Gaffa says, don't worry about it. We're going to put the ball in, you go, and someone else will appear beside you to, to score. So never they will always be around you, so it's normal. But if they put two or three guys on you, someone will be free. So it um, doesn't matter who scores. Uh, the, 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 mo the major is the victory. And we, we, we find a lot of victories in that, in, that, uh, in that championship. Oh, yeah. And, and did you score many goals as a, as a player um, in Portugal? Did you score many? No, I, I wasn't a, a, um, a central back that scores a lot of goals. No, mm -hmm. normally I always give the first touch in the ball, for example, in a corner or in the, in the through. I always go there and try to, to flick the ball yeah. beside me. So because everyone will come and all the attention was at me, so it wasn't easy. No. And I, <laughs> I have to be... And I always have that thing attacking the... the, the um, the way you had the ball is totally different when you are defending. So you have to have that technique. Skiv was very good on that. Very, oh, yeah. very good. You always know where the ball is going to stop and where you, you need to attack the ball. He was very, very good on that. Yeah, that's something For me, we, was we talk the about. Best, yeah, the best, the best header from the, the, um, the defenders was Skibu. Yeah, that's something we talk about quite regularly, you know, even at the moment. It feels like we're often looking back at Skivo as an example of that defender who could do that. And we haven't had anyone really since Skivo that did it so frequently. Um, so, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's interesting that you sort of recognise that as well. That is it true. He was very, very good. Unfortunately, we, if he couldn't play now, it will be fantastic to Yovel because the things <laughs> yeah. are not easy now. <laughs> no, not easy. No, no I know. So, I, so always you... go to, I always go to see the results and try to, to see the, the table. And yeah. uh, after, after uh, uh, four or five years that were fantastic, mm -hmm. that with back-to-back uh, -back promotions and uh, always in the top of the leagues, seeing the club now, the way the things are, uh, is sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sad for us as well, we promise you, <laughs> as supporters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, uh, you, you've spoken about it already, I know, but um, you know your contract came to an end. I mean, you, so you're saying you did have the chance to say? Did you say Gary came to Portugal to try to, try to get you to sign? Is that right? Or? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think it was uh, France against England. <laughs> England was playing. I think it was against France in the Lisbon in Benfica Stadium in the night, and uh, we went to. You, you went to have lunch at my place. After that, we went to see the game Latvia-German in Porto. And uh, he says to me, look, I'm flying now back home. And uh, the flight was uh, during the game of, uh, of uh, England. So in the end of the game, that will be more or less the same time the flight take uh, during two hours, more or less. You give me, you give me um, a final answer. I remember to sit down outside my place, my parents' place. And say, Gaff, thank you very much for everything, but I can't go. No. I say, but this money, so no, no, it's not money. And he says to me, I understand. I, I've been there with you and your family, and I understand your decision. Yeah. 
and uh, that was was the end of my English journey at that time. <laughs> and and did you um was that it for you and football playing as a professional as a regular player? Did you did uh, did you stop playing after that? Yeah, yeah. That was until now my biggest and difficult decision of my life. Because when you play in England and the, like I said before, the way you see the game, all the atmosphere around the game, everything that involved the game is totally different from Portugal. In Portugal, or you or you play in the first league, and you play for the five, six, seven top of the table uh, teams, or it's not the same. I remember to see, <clears throat> I was seeing with uh, <clears throat> Abdul. Uh, at that time, a game that was Benfica National, that Benfica against a team that calls National, and was Benfica was was building the stadium to the Euro thousand the Euro two thousand four, and uh, was playing the National Stadium, and was five hundred people seeing the game. We are talking about a team, a huge team like Benfica, was uh, sorry 400, 400, wow. 400 uh, supporters seeing the game. It's nothing. Four hundred supporters in Yeovil. We have gates around six thousand and five hundred, seven thousand, nine thousand against Liverpool. We took so, more fans away from home than that, didn't we? Yeah, sometimes? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. We have a lot of supporters uh, 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 traveling with us each time mm -hmm. we are going away of home, and long journeys. Journeys, like I said to you, the first one I think was about five. Six hours yeah. driving by bus. So that that was fantastic. Here, doesn't matter where you're born, okay? If you're born in the north or in the south, you only have three clubs: Porto, Benfica, and Sporting. The, the the majority of the people will be or Porto, or Benfica, or Sporting. In England, if you're born in the Oval, you support the Oval. If you're born in Bristol, you support Bristol. If you're born in Mansfield, you will support Mansfield. Yeah. So the mentality is diff is different. So like the culture that you experienced <clears throat> in England, sort of that, I suppose it's a high of playing in front of so many people that that doesn't exist outside no, no, of no, the top. No. no, no, no. But you don't find that in any place. You don't find that in Spain. You don't find that in Greece. You don't find that. You can compare, for example, third, second division of England to a, a first division in Portugal or a first division in Spain. You, you are looking to Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid and, and Barcelona. But if you look to a Granada, to a Getafe, they are small places with small supporters with all the respect, but it's not the same that we will find in England. The culture, the passion, is different. Yeah. So, so you think you you could have carried on playing? You, yeah. At that point, you'd obviously you know played in in England. Could you have gone back to Portugal and played for a team there? Yeah, but when when I I say no to Gaffa, I sit down and I begin to to think about my future life, mm -hmm. and I think yeah, I can play in Portugal more, five, six, seven, ten years. But after that, what I'm going to do? Yeah, I finished my degree in the university, and after that, I will not go to the to the to the market to work at the 35, 37 years old. No one will give me a, a job after that, you know. So it's better to begin now, 
of course that I love football, like I still play. For example, I'm, I'm going to play tonight with my friends. We always play seven against seven an hour, and I'm going to play. But it's different. If you want to do a career and uh, and um, have some uh, some financial financial stability to your future, it's impossible to play in the, in Portugal. And what is what is it you do now, Hugo? I work in a bank. Uh, I, after I, I came back, I finished uh, my degree and I began to work in a bank in 2005. Then I changed to another bank in 2010 and I'm still in the bank so far. Do, do you have people shouting your name in the bank? They give you Hugo. <laughs> <"Hudo." laughs> we're we're going to have to go to the bank, Ian, and shout, shout. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes they shout, but it's not Hugo. You. <laughs> but I missed that times. To be fair, was yeah. was a fantastic time. Yeah, I think it was it was um, a year where everyone was learning. The club was learning because it was the first time ever they've been in the national league. The players were were learning. We are a a, a group of young lads. Very young yeah. lads. Everyone wants to win in the life. You know, you you have that. You look to the guys, and you 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 couldn't see, you could see that uh, desire to win. So I, I think we are. We we didn't reach a playoff by one point or something. Yeah, like goal that. difference. I think. Yeah, you to, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, very yeah. close. So to a team that never been in the nationals, arrived there, do a great game in the in the against Liverpool done a fantastic uh, career in the FA Cup and uh, we finished seven in the table. I think we have a very, very good job at that, at that time. Yeah. With strong teams, because if you if you look to Hull City, yeah. they went straight up and they finished in the Premier League about four or five years after that. Yeah, I think yes, they, very still, good had, size. they yeah. still had Dean Windass then as well, didn't they? Didn't he score? He scored a free kick. Or I might, yeah. I might be thinking of a different game, but yeah, they they were yeah they were big, you have, you big have money. Huddersfield that uh, mm. went up in that time too and been in the Premier League about uh, four seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. So big teams in that time with a lot of uh, good players. I remember a guy from Swansea that was a fantastic player. Trundle. Uh, was it Lee Trundle? Lee Trundle, yeah, yeah fantastic guy. So you you will find a, a very good teams with very good players. And uh, to us, everything was like learning, you know, it was the first time, the first experience in everything. So in the end of the day, I think we have a great season and that we, we can be proud. Yeah, definitely. And, and the fans obviously still remember you, Hugo. I mean, uh, I'm sure people contact you like us through social media all the time. I mean, you still remember the, the supporters? You mentioned the first game there at Rochdale. Yeah, uh, a few months ago, I was contact uh, to try to help the club with something that I couldn't, I could do, and I sent my T-shirt from the Liverpool game. All oh, right. Yeah, to uh, and I signed. They do like uh, um, a raffle, call? wasn't it? Yeah, yeah a raffle, auction. Yeah, yeah, yeah auction. And they sell the shirt to try to help because I think the club had financial problems with the last owner. And yeah. The things, yeah, the things wasn't very, very good. So I send the the T-shirt sign and um, to a guy that buy it with a with a, a dedicated phrase in the teacher in the in the T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. So well, and I still 
sometimes some some people call me if I can do an interview and speak about how I'm going now. I'm talking now to a podcast with Fat Harry, uh, <laughs> to um, Harry. Harry, that was a guy that was the press guy from Yovo. Yeah, we I, know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we call him the whole dog. <laughs> and, uh, we are doing a podcast because the Euro 2000, the, the Euro 2020 now that is, is yeah. running. Yeah, we always uh, speak at uh, Thursday night, and I think the program go to to live at uh, Friday night. Right, and 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 Portugal to win the Euros this year then. I will say that we are in the second second spot to win it. I, f- I think the first teams that I will put my money on is uh, France, Germany and England, in my opinion. England I, as well? Yeah, I think you have a very, very good chance to win this Euro. You have a very good, strong and young team. You, 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 and it's easier to see that if you, you, you analyze, for example, the, the, the Champions League this year. You have two teams in the final. You have another team in the final in the uh, Europa League. So you have a very good young players that play in the biggest teams in, in the world. For example, look to, the, look to the, the last game you have. Jordan Sancho, that is a great, great, great player, wasn't even in the bench, I think. He was in the stands. Yeah. So you have very good, very good young, but with some experienced team. Yeah. I think you have a chance over there. To be fair, we just don't like to build our hopes up. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> and and you have another uh, uh, you have another um, thing that is very good to you. That is the fact that you always play at home. The yeah. semi-finals is in Wembley. The final will be in Wembley. Yeah. If England always win, they will always stay in England. I think. Just got to keep winning. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a very good chance to you. To win a, a European trophy, um, we don't have a Hugo Rodriguez at the back. That's one thing we don't have for England. In my opinion, is the 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 place that you are not so strong. Yeah, I, I, I like the guy from Aston Villa that play. He's from Aston Villa, isn't he? Mings. Tyrone Mings, is it? Yeah. Tyrone Mings. Yeah. yeah, I think he's strong. He's, he's done a very decent job in that in that game. And Croatia is not easy team. You can see the game and think, yeah, it was easy. It's not easy. They are the, the vice world champions. They have a very good, very good players. So I think they have a decent job in, in, the, in the back four. Was, for me, it was a surprise that he, he played Trippier in the, in the left side. And they didn't put another player. You have the guy from, from Chelsea that is very good. They play against Porto in the left side. Chilwell, so, Ben Chilwell, Chilwell yeah. yeah, very good. And he didn't play. So if you look to your bench, and if you look to your stand, the guys that were out of the team, you have a very, very good bunch of lads that couldn't be in the first in the starting eleven. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, Dave, but I think we're going to win it now. Yeah, that's it. I'm <laughs> going to go and put a bet on immediately. No. Hugo's promised it, and he no. works in a bank, so he's got to be a safe, safe no. bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not be easy. No, it will not be easy no. because France no. is strong too. Yeah. German is always German. Yeah, doesn't matter what you are thinking about them. Yeah, but they are not strong now. It's always German, and we play against them in the under 21 European uh, Cup that was now finished about uh, two two weeks ago. Was the, the final was Portugal against um, German. In the end of the game, 
the German win. It's always like that. <laughs> yeah, we have an expression: is eleven against eleven. In the end, the Germans win. Yeah, <laughs> I think we have. We, a say, that one we always here. say yeah. on penalties. Germany always wins yeah. on penalties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. You always have to count on them. Yeah. And yeah. I think between them, France and England, I think will be the. I hope Portugal will give. A, we'll have a, a word on that, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think Portugal. It's now at the same level. I'm not talking about player by player. I'm talking about the team and the way we are playing. I don't think we are at the same level at France, German, and the, the English team. Mm, we will see, won't we? We will see. But finally, Hugo, um, what what is your memory, your fondest memory of your time at, at Yeovil Town? Happiness inside the pitch. A lot of happiness. Because I really enjoy. I remember my mom was in the stand and it was she was looking to me and saying, "Yeah, you are always smile when you are in the pitch." Because I I really have pleasure playing over there. It was great. The experience that I have, I think, is a thing that you I will always keep in my mind and was like a a lesson. A, 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 you know, when you go to the to the university or a, when you do something different, you always have a, a journey to complete. And I think that journey of my life in England was fantastic and uh, uh, helped me a lot to grow up and to be who I am today. And because of that, I always say to my, I have, a, I have twins, twins girls with five years old. And I'm always saying to my wife and to them that someday, sometime in, uh, in a day, I want to take them to Yeovil to see where I play and to see where I live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I promise you a good reception if you come back, Hugo. We'll be we'll be there shouting your name. Not in the <laughs> bank. We won't do it in the bank, but we'll do uh, it there. Maybe maybe in the the legend play that yeah. uh, that uh, Kevin Gold is, is organizing. Maybe there. But now with the COVID and everything, the 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 boards are closing. They are open. They are closing again. Yeah. So I don't know. He invite me already and send me a message to see if I can go there. But depends. Depends how will be the things. I will take my vaccine vaccine next week, so maybe I don't need any quarantine when I arrive there or I will see. Well we hope to see you soon in Yeovil. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much for your time. Um we really appreciate Thank it. You. And enjoy your enjoy your game tonight. It was a pleasure to me. Thank you very much for everything. And to the and the, thank you for the introduction because it was fantastic one. <laughs> no problem. Thank, thank you, you Hugo. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.